Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Thursday, October 18. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, um, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to worship you all day long, uh, all week long, and today, right now, in this moment, just to be able to reflect a little bit more about who you are and what you called us to. God, I ask um, that uh, as we think about uh, what it is to be a follower, what it is to to be the living embodiment of, of all that you want us to be, may, may it actually be a transformative moment for us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am reading today from the New International Version, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. First subtitle, A Living Sacrifice. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Subtitle, Humble Service in the Body of Christ. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Subtitle, Love in Action. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be, hope, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live, in, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
So I, I love to do this exercise uh, when I'm uh, getting to write a passage, uh, getting to write a, a sermon, sorry, based on a passage. And I'm going to be doing this, obviously, with Romans chapter 12 for, uh, for this week when, when I preach on this passage uh, at, the, at the end of this week. And I'll take this text and I will open it up on a large piece of paper and I'll read it multiple times. And now, you know, as we're doing this again, and every time I do this, it's, just, it's fantastic just to see something new every single day. So every day as you do this, as you listen to the text, you really need to think about, is there something that you heard before? And you're like, I'm now hearing that again today. Mm. And today, like verse 14 just struck me. Bless those who persecute you and bless and do not curse. And even though it's actually pretty much the same in the ESV, so we've heard it like, you know, earlier on Sunday, and then we heard it, I think, on Wednesday. It's just nice uh, to be able to, it just it struck out to me. I don't know, it just it stuck out there. And so it was good. I enjoyed that. All right, Great. here's our question for today. Um, and it is this. What are things in your life that threaten to steal your spiritual zeal? Ooh, I like that. What are things that threaten to steal your spiritual zeal? And I'm looking at the text again here, and that's a reference to the zeal up here. Never be lacking zeal, but keep, verse 11. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Well, I think for almost everyone, it's um, the day-to-day kind of things of life that get you down, and then it's usually people. Yeah, it's pretty, I, I mean, people I think are it pretty varies much the for, thing that gets for you people, down, right? right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, think, I think it varies Spiritually, people, right? especially. So some yes, people, uh, they, they, can, they serve, and, you know, and I think that's what these gifts are that are listed here. You know, if you are a preacher, if you are a person of prayer, if you're a person who, you know, hospitality, do those things really, really well. Focus on those things and do them well. Uh, but if you don't get to do that, it actually can drain you and pull mm-hmm. away from that. So if you're a person who loves to, like uh, I know this this lady who runs this restaurant in town, and uh, I invited her to the Wiser Generation Banquet we're going to do in December, and she and she's like, all right, she's going to come and join us, but she wants to bring... <laughs> she wants to bring all the food, right? She wants to bring some of the food with her, and like how can I help? Because she loves to provide, right? Yeah. This is her gift. And so she, the idea of her just coming along, I said, look, just come along and let us serve you. And she's like, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to contribute as well. And so, for her, that would be a drain, right? So I think the spiritual zeal for us can go away when the thing that we do that connects us to God is removed. Yeah, or it's not appreciated. I was thinking about that. You know, oh, somebody, yeah, yeah. if true. someone is a teacher, or someone, you know, suppose you yeah. love to cook and you cook, but then the people don't like your food oh, or they complain. Man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, we've even seen this. Yeah, that's so Sometimes true. Sometimes at different churches that we've been at where someone will really love to provide something, but then other people kind of are disparaging toward that offering and it ruins it for the person. Yeah, or somebody volunteers in a position away. and they've done it for many years and then they're not allowed to do it anymore. It's yeah. very painful and it's, it's actually, it's kind of horrible. Uh, and I, well, I then know. What about the thing where sometimes the thing that you love is something that maybe you're terrible at yes. in, in a way? I mean, yeah. I... I have real issues with this because on the one hand, I don't think that proficiency necessarily is the most important thing. I think, you know, hey, we can all deal with somebody so doing mean, like, something less than perfectly. So you listen to my special, I'm going to sing a song, well, I'm out of key, you know, but it's okay. That doesn't bother me. A lot of people are very, they have very high standards for everything. Uh, I kind of think, I oh, know. you know, the person's making a tuned. joyful noise. A joyful, clanging noise. <laughs> like, I don't know. Why would that bother me? That it makes them happy. I listen to it for a few minutes. It's not the end of my life. 
I'll get to hear something good again, presumably. Hopefully. It won't be the last thing I hear. And if it were, what, uh, what would be the big deal? <laughs> you know, my grandfather <laughs> couldn't sing uh-huh. and was not musical, but loved to sing and loved, you know, wanted to be musical. And I think, I think of great. how much joy he had in, in trying to sing and how much joy I sometimes have in trying to sing. I, I don't necessarily get up and do it in church, but... I think that we've taken away a lot of the joy of things by insisting that everything be professionally done all mm. the time. I know you're going to not agree mm. with me about what? that. Because I know what? it's off-putting to people who have very high standards to have to listen to somebody do a bad job at something. But I kind of think, I don't, I don't know, what's the big deal? Yeah, well, uh, mm-hmm. sure. I, do you feel that way about uh, when you're teaching and uh, and the students kind of kind of bring the stuff along and it's just kind of like so so? Yeah, of course yeah. I do. I'm a teacher, so I'm <laughs> used to things being so so. I'm used to people disappointing me in one oh, way or the other. I mean, that's but I thought you said you my wouldn't be disappointed with it. You'd just be kind of. Like I would be disappointed, but I wouldn't make a big scene oh. about it. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't hurt no, you the just person. Them. I actually am a pretty good grader. I mean, mm. I'm pretty easy. So I also think that the other thing that actually can steal your spiritual zeal are, are things that distract you from God uh, or re or fill in the space uh, that you actually can connect with. Oh God yeah, in. like spending too much time um, looking at news apps or social whatever, media whatever, or things that kind is. of enrage you constantly. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, like whatever it is, then actually, you know, the the, the biblical text the idea that whatever you put in your mind maybe pure and beautiful it actually really what does makes you what you are makes you what you are and i think yeah. that we we kind of underestimate the power of the influences entering in our mind all the time with everything that we absorb and it actually does shape us and so that can actually detract and you start to think of god and life and 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 church differently well that's something i was going to loop back to what we talked about on monday with the whole idea of music worldly things versus sacred and i was having a conversation with a friend not that long ago about, you know, how we don't like horror movies because we just kind of think, why do I want to have that? You know, like like I'm kind of careful about what I put in my head because I I, I have to be able to function and I don't want to put myself into a depressed state where I, you know, have nightmares or just feel unhappy. And I think certain things just bring you down. Yeah. And so I do try to avoid things that really bring me down while at the same time not being someone who just kind of sticks their head in the sand and refuses to see the world as it is because mm. I think that's the other that's the other ditch that you can fall into. So I'm I'm when I was young and and I'm still a huge fan of this but when I was young and uh, at Newbar College uh, we used to have two services and they now have three or four thousand services there I can't remember how many they had when I was there a few weeks ago but wow. um but when I was young I remember they used to have this really early service which was uh which was just a, kind of like a high church service and then the family service. And that was the main two services in Salisbury Hall. And I used to go to both of them because I loved the simplicity and beauty of the liturgy of church being that way. And then I also loved the complexity of the family service as well. I feel as if, did we used to do that when we, when we were first married? Did you used to make me go to two church services? Uh, you know, that on, on that point, familiar. maybe we should stop right there when you said, <laughs> I used to make you. Yeah, and actually we ran out of time, so let's not talk um, about that okay. in that way. What? Make you? <laughs> that feels I can, it's like a oh my distant goodness, memory that I've, time. that I've snuffed yeah. out of my uh, mind. Hopefully it's not, uh, it wasn't making, but yeah. yeah oh, okay. well, it wouldn't yeah, oh, Okay, let's move on. Uh, anyway, let me repeat the question here. What are the things in your life that threaten to steal your spiritual zeal? You guys need to reflect on that. Uh, read the text again, read the daily walk, and uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. 
Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.